Hey, I'm Cindy Pitts-Gilbert, and this is the Dear Sister Know-It-All podcast. I've spent years learning, researching, and working with all types of natural health and wellness practitioners to learn how to eliminate all the bad stuff and add all the good stuff to make my life as healthy and happy as humanly possible. Now I'm sharing all that research with you, including interviews with experts in their field of alternative, holistic, and natural health and wellness. My goal, to demystify and simplify everything in natural health and wellness. This is Cindy Pitts-Gilbert, and this is the Dear Sister Know-It-All podcast. Today, I am with Dr. Adam Tetter. Dr. Adam Tetter is with Clear Path Family Chiropractic in Suwannee, Georgia. He focuses on facilitating natural and preventative health, healing, and balance through specific chiropractic care. Dr. Tetter specializes in upper cervical chiropractic care while assessing the whole body for neck pain, back pain, migraine headaches, vertigo, fibromyalgia, sports injuries, and auto accidents. Their practice also provides chiropractic care for pediatrics and perinatal patients. They are family-owned, patient-centered, and results-driven. Their mission is to provide their patients with quality chiropractic care in a family-friendly environment and work as a team to instill trust in their patients for their care and the care of their family and friends. Hi, Dr. Tedder. Good morning. How are you? I am doing wonderful. I appreciate you having me here. Oh, you're welcome. Now, do you go by Dr. Adam or Dr. Tedder? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it um, really depends on who it is. You know, okay. some folks feel more comfortable with Dr. Tedder. Mm-hmm. Um, in our practice, we try to keep things pretty pretty casual and family friendly, so we most people call me Dr. Adam. Okay. Yep. I know a lot of chiropractors go by their first name, but some don't, so I like <laughs> to check. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of doctors like that. It's the essence of, you know, I'm Dr. Tedder. Dr. Tedder. You know, and I want people to be comfortable in my practice, and, and we're definitely not a stuffy practice. And so I feel Dr. Adam is a little bit more cordial mm-hmm. and a little mm-hmm. more, you know, on the same page. So It's fun. I like to just feel better. That's a big thing, right? <laughs> Don't we all, you know? And that's, that's so. our goal is to help people feel better, function better, and, and have a better quality of life. Yeah. Well, I'll call you Uncle Jim if you make me feel better. <laughs> <I've> been <called laughs> Even worse. though your name's not Jim. <laughs> All right. So a lot of my followers are new to alternative care. So okay. I just want to start at the basics. Absolutely. We might do some frequently asked questions type of thing here. Okay. So what exactly is a chiropractor? Why would I go to a chiropractor? What's a chiropractor? That's a, a big question. You know, it is a big question. I think that our profession is, is very vast. There's over 200 approaches in chiropractic. And so over the last 120 years, there's been a big uh, division, not, not necessarily a bad division, but people doing different approaches. And so the tough thing with chiropractic is saying exactly what it is, because you can go in 10 different offices and get 10 different experiences and things like that. But the ultimate objective of chiropractic is to allow the body to heal naturally through balance, clarity in the nerve system. The nerve system is our master control system. And so it controls and coordinates every function from breathing, heart rate, digestion, hormone balance, posture, everything comes from our brain and our nerve system. And when we have stresses and traumas on our body, both physical, chemical, emotional, it can create shifts in the, in the spine. And that can create interferences in the nerve system's ability to coordinate the body. And that's the ultimate objective is to clear the nerve system to allow the body to heal, function, and operate the way it was designed. So how would you differ from a neurologist then? So a neurologist, they're also working with the nerve system, but they're looking to affect the nerve system through chemicals, so drugs and things like that. Uh, It's very important to understand that I'm not anti-medicine. I think that there's a big 
thought process that it's like, oh, you're either chiropractic or you're either medicine. And I think there's a time and place for everything. And if we all work together to figure that out, we could really serve our patients and really make a huge impact on health. But a neurologist is looking more at um, what is the abnormal function they're trying to alter it through, mostly through uh, medications. And so they're really trying to alter the chemistry to try to get a desired result. Okay. Um, instead of trying to figure out why the body is doing what it's doing and getting back to the cause and figure out why the nerve system is off balance or why it's interfered with or why it's functioning abnormally and, and really allowing the body to go through that healing process. Well, I am a big believer in chiropractic care. I was in multiple fender bender type accidents when yep. I was younger and then I was hit in the head with a bunch of CD players in a large retail chain oh, when man. I was pregnant with my son. and. So I have a lot of scar tissue, yep. so I spend a lot of time in the chiropractor. <laughs> but what I've found over the years is, you know, a chiropractor will move on and move somewhere else, and then you have to find somebody new. Mm -hmm. There are different types of chiropractic care. So there's, you know, the pop and crack type of chiropractor, yep. and then there's a um, an activator, which is a little instrument. unit, yep. a little instrument, and then there's different types of tables. And yours was unique to me. I mm -hmm. had never heard of upper cervical until right. I met you. So tell the listeners a little bit more about why upper as opposed to the full back. Absolutely. And so just like with surgery, you know, there's general surgeons who do general work. They kind of work on several different things. But there's also people that focus in different areas. So you have neurosurgeons, you have pediatric surgeons, you have uh, cardiac surgeons, things like that. And so in chiropractic, we kind of have the same thing where based on the doctor's preferences, they choose to focus in different areas. And when you look at the nerve system, the primary area of the nerve system is called the brainstem, which is right where the brain meets the spinal cord, which is at the area of C1 and C2. And if you look at the, how the nerve system works and coordinates, if that area is off kilter, it throws off the whole body. Every single nerve that goes out to your body passes through the first vertebra. Okay. And so, I did not know that. Yeah. So if, if there's a misalignment to that vertebra, it can literally affect any part of your body. And so if we can hyper-focus on that area and get it stable and get it in alignment and allow it to hold in that position, it allows the body to go through a healing process that it wouldn't go through otherwise. To give you an idea, the first and second bones can move 274 different ways. I don't even understand how that's possible. <laughs> well, that's really, really unique. Well, we look at all the different angles. It's the most complex joint in the whole body. And so it's, but its ultimate job is to protect the brainstem and to keep the body in a, in a proper alignment. And so if you look at the history of chiropractic, the very first chiropractic adjustment was actually given to the upper cervical spine. And it was a guy, a guy named uh, D.D. Palmer, who's had a patient named Harvey Lillard who had lost his hearing in his left ear. And um, as he was investigating him, he found that there was a big lump at the top part of his neck. And um, he deduced out of his uh, knowledge of anatomy that that bone could have shifted out of alignment and put pressure there. So he said, do you mind if I push on it? And it was really that elementary at that time. This is 1895. And so Harvey was like, sure. And because Harvey said he had bent over one day, heard a pop in his neck, and his hearing went away. And so Dee did his evaluation. He just crudely adjusted what he what he what he thought he was doing and it was a c2 which is a second bone he did that three days in a row and harvey's hearing came back i have never heard that a chiropractor can help hearing yeah. that would that is brand new to me and i thought i knew a lot about <laughs> chiropractic care well what's funny is Didi thought he had a cure for hearing or for deafness oh. and so they started advertising all over the country that they had this cure for deafness so all these people started coming in but not everybody's hearing was getting better because it's not always a neurological issue and um, but what they did notice is as they were taking care of people, other things were clearing up. 
And so that's what helped or pushed them to start looking into why, why is this happening? What controlling this different aspects of healing? And they found it was the nerve system and the misalignments in the spine due to traumas can create an interference in that nerve system, which can affect all different parts of the body. And so over the next 60, 70 years, they started really researching it. And they found that as they did more and more specific work, that the upper cervical spine had the biggest impact on the whole body. And I'm not opposed. I do some full spine adjusting in my office. I was office. just yeah. about to ask yeah. that. Do you ever work on yeah, the lower so we, half? We have to look at the whole body. And right. But if we don't clear the upper cervical spine properly, and that's not just laying on a table and moving bones around, it's mm-hmm. very specific adjusting. We take three-dimensional x-rays of that area so we know exactly um, how it needs to be adjusted and also that it's safe to be adjusted. We want to make sure we're using the appropriate techniques to uh, realign the spine. And ultimately allowing the whole body to heal. Um, I also, you know, if you fall off of a ladder, that's not going to be an upper cervical problem. You know, so we got to address that and stabilize the whole spine. Um, I also work with a lot of pregnant moms. I specialize in perinatal care. And so we do upper cervical care and we do pelvic work to make sure that the, their body is getting ready for that birth. Mm-hmm. And it really decreases the um, pain that they feel through pregnancy. And it also decreases labor times and healthier births and all these different things. So that's something I'm very passionate about as well. Do you have well. a special table for that with a um, dip in it? <laughs> I don't. No, we have we have um, what's called pregnancy pillows, which is pretty awesome. I can use the same tables I use for everybody, but we mm-hmm. have special pillows that moms can lay down, and they actually love it because they never get to lay on their stomach. Oh, yeah. And so they build cut out with a hole in it so the belly fits right in there, and they it's almost like they just... They turn into jello because they're so happy just to be able to lay That's down. That's fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Well, I never would have thought to come to a chiropractor when I was. I did get a pregnancy massage. Yeah, and that's wonderful. And they did treat me totally different mm-hmm. than I was treated when I was not pregnant. As they should. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> every case is unique. And that's something else that's special about our practices. We take every case as a unique case. You don't get this the rack'em, crack'em cookie cutter kind of care in our practice rack'em crack i guess that's a chiropractic term sorry that no i like it <laughs> that might end up being a quote so that's yeah rack'em crack'em mm, so yeah i was gonna ask now when you do the upper cervical mm-hmm. i am i'll be honest i am the most familiar with the pop'em crack yep yep and i do tend to kind of enjoy that feeling afterwards Absolutely. is that the type of chiropractic that you do or do you add that in is there other things that you do so the popping and cracking that you hear is actually not it's not this huge movement that's happening in between the bones. What it is, it's just like when you pop your knuckles, you hear that noise. Right. And essentially, it's just gas releasing from the joint. So the spine is interlocked. So it's only moving a millimeter. It's not moving with this like huge amount. That's what we call dislocation, which is not a chiropractic issue. But and that's quite painful to that's put. Gonna be, <laughs> that's going to be a whole different scenario. seen that scenario. on television. Yeah. That does not look pleasant it to is, have. It's terrible when it, when it does happen. <laughs> but that's again, that's where we go into the, the medical side of things. But... The misalignments are, are, are very slight, but they have a huge impact on the nerve system. And so the noise that you hear is just the gas releasing. And then it also releases endorphins, which makes you feel good, right? And That's so, why I feel good. Yeah, so that does have that feel-good sense. Mm-hmm. But what happens is if you're not being real specific in the approach and getting the, the actual bones back into alignment, getting them stable, right. so we keep having the same issues over and over and over and over again. I have people who have been going to different doctors for years, and they're like still having the same problems. And as a doctor, that would be a concern to me. And... My goal is to get you well and get you stable and get this, this spine to where it holds, where I'm not having to adjust you a million times the rest of your life. So if somebody has, like me, a scar tissue, mm-hmm. I could actually get well? I could actually heal enough that I wouldn't need chiropractic care? Well, we talk, in chiropractic, we talk about something called limitations of matter. And so when you have traumas and you have set-in degeneration or arthritis or scar tissue, those are all factors that are going to affect the, the projected outcomes, right? And so... 
obviously if you're if you're 60 years old and you've been in three car wrecks and two spine surgeries that's a little bit different outcome than if you're a 10 year old that is in for a wellness checkup right okay and so we have to kind of look at your scenario and projected outcomes and what we expect to come out of that because we have to be realistic too you know it's not all rainbows and fairy tales it's i'm very objective in the way i approach things and so i'm also a realist so i'm not just gonna sit here and say yeah everything's gonna be perfect for the rest of your life right. we live in a crazy world with a lot of stress it, it, that's really what beats us up over time is not always a major trauma it's these little traumas and these stresses that wear and tear on us and so chiropractic care is really more of a long it, it ideally is a long-term investment it's just like we brush our teeth we exercise we eat good nutrition we get our checkups with our medical doctors all those things are essential and once we get the spine stable i just want to be a part of your healthcare team for regular checkups care team i like that I like that. Yeah, you say we eat well. We we don't eat well. That's the problem in America. Part of that is our the industry is very confusing, and they one day eggs are the best thing you can eat, the next day it's going to kill you. And oh my gosh, you know, so I there's agree. so much confusion. So people have no idea. You yeah, know? cheese and, is good. Cheese is bad. Yeah, everything's it, good. Everything's bad. Yeah, and so it's the same thing with babies. When you have yep. a baby, it's like, do you lay them on your side? Do you yep. lay them on your back? So every so many years it's like oh no never lay them on their back it's like what yeah it depends on who's running the show at the time i you know. see I so see. um you know there's a lot of industry input on in any any industry and so it's you have to step back and figure out who's telling the story mm-hmm. and who's paying for the story you know and so that's true in everything and just like um you know the the no fat low fat craze was really pushed by the sugar industry because they wanted more people eating sugar foods than they wanted to eat fat foods and you know if if anything's low fat, they're going to add sugar to add flavor. If right. anything's low sugar, they're going to add fats to make it taste good. So you have to step back and realize what's really happening and what does our body really need, right. you know, at the Avocados fundamental Avocados are good. Oh, man. You could eat the eat those all day long. I love, well, I don't know about all <laughs> day. Made all day, but you know. You might get a little yeah. fat if you eat that many, but I but, love avocados. Yeah, and I, you know, awesome. when I learned about olive oil and avocados, mm-hmm. and that's part of what I teach is, yep. you know, in the detox um, nutrition arena is, Fat is your friend, yep. and uh, and honestly, fat in your body is your friend too, because we talk about how the fat cells surround toxins. Yep. So, do you does chiropractic, since that's what I do, I'm just interested. Yeah. Does it help detox the body in any way? Absolutely, it can. And again, you look back to what is controlling the detoxification system of the body, and it's your ner- everything that comes back to your nerve system, because that's what controls and coordinates. And so. No matter what you're putting in your body, your 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 nerve system and your your cells are trying to determine what it can use and what it can't use. If you're giving it more of what it can't use, you're going to have a deficient body and you're going to have sickness. Right. If you're giving the body more tools that it can use and it can use more things to rebuild itself and rehabilitate itself, then you're going to have a better outcome. Right. And when you look at fats, fats are in everything. Your your brain is fat and water. Your nerves are fat and water. Your cells are made of fat. Your hormones are made of fat. And so if you're not having good, healthy fats in your diet, you will be deficient in that. And if you look at the overall healthcare outcomes in our country, since we've been doing the no-fat, low-fat fad for the last 20, 30 years, mental health is on the rise. Brain issues are on the rise. Hormone issues are on the rise. It's because our, our bodies are extremely deficient in the essential nutrients that it needs. I totally agree that what they thought they were doing with GMO way back in the 50s yep. is was not a good thing. Well, science is never settled. It, we're always investigating, and sometimes we don't know until we do it, you know, for a period of time. And we may think we have this awesome new technology or whatever, and we find five years down the road it's actually causing more. So just like LED lights. You know, they thought this huge craze, oh, they're going to save us on energy, but now it's creating all kinds of brain issues and mood issues and anxiety issues, and because of the light that it's putting out is harmful to our brain. 
And so if we're living in that environment, it can cause issues. And so we think we have the science settled and it's never settled. We're always investigating. Now, when you say LED lights, you're not talking about the little Christmas tree lights, the little... Any LED, yeah. But the fact is now we're using them in office buildings and houses. And oh, okay. they're big lights where, we're, you know, the whole room is lit by LED. That puts a lot of negative input into the brain, and the brain kind of goes haywire. I gotcha. Yeah. My husband bought, um, he's going to hate me for telling this on the, <laughs> on the show, but he bought these lights that were like lights from a car. Oh, wow. And put them on our tree one year. <laughs> and I like the little twinkle lights mm-hmm. and the like soft yellowish type of yep. tree. And these were like, whoa. <laughs> you could see them from Atlanta. It was. Yeah. It was terrible. So I got those off the tree as soon as I could, and they were trashed. <laughs> they were trashed. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah, because I don't like the bright light. I like to dim the lights. So as soon as I get home in the afternoon, the first thing I do is start bringing down lights because oh, yeah. um, I like it soft. It calms your brain. It does calm your brain. Yep. It does. You mentioned a little while ago it's different than a 10-year-old. So mm-hmm. do you treat children? I do. I was a chiropractic kid. I was introduced to chiropractic when I was 15, and not because I had something wrong. But Were you popping and cracking people at 15? I was not. No, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't decide to become a chiropractor until I was in my mid 20s. But, um, but to me, um, the chiropractor I went to explained to me the premise of chiropractic and how the nerve system controls and coordinates. Misalignments in the spine can hinder that and create all types of issues, and so it made sense. And my family started getting adjusted. And 21 years this year that I've been getting, getting um, chiropractic care and. I've gone 21 years without medication. I've gone 21 years without health issues. And so it's been a really life-changing experience for me. And so for me, you look at kids in our society, kids are the sickest. It's the the fastest or the highest group of cancer patients is kids under 10. And, you know, our kids are sicker than ever and parents are outliving their kids now. Yeah, this is the first generation that is the children are supposed to actually live less than their parents. Which is scary. Which I don't even know. What is the year? What's our age right now? Is it 78? Uh, Is the average? And and you look at, um, they just came out with another statistic says that 54% of children have a chronic disease and they're on medication. 54. So we've we've hit the. That we're into Over the majority, 50. you know, yeah. we're into the majority and where we're going to be at in 10, 20 years, you know, if we don't change how we look at things and how we understand things and how we're increasing health. And so for me, part of my mission is to create healthy kids. And, um, I do check babies as early as the first day they're born. My, my daughter was adjusted the day she was born. Um, and you look at birth intervention is higher than ever. We're having more C-sections, more medical intervention. Um, and, we're having higher and higher infant mortality. We have the highest infant mortality rate of any industrialized nation in the world. You know, and what the sad thing is we have more access to health care. We have more access to hospitals and doctors. And mm. we have some of the best doctors in the world in our country. Right. But we're still having these negative health outcomes. And that's, we have to step back, I think, as a society and figure out where are we are putting our focus. And if insurance companies really wanted you to be healthy, they'd invest in nutrition and they'd, you know, give you breaks for, you know, um, getting gym memberships and, all these different things that we can do to increase our health, but it's really just not part of the system yet. There are some. They're starting wellness programs because they're realizing it, it makes them more money. It, in the end, it really you know? does. And you're paying your insurance and you're not needing it as much. Yep. So, yep. Um, you know, prevention to me is the key. And I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And the kids that we see, you know, um, I do see well kids. That's my favorite is making sure kids just stay healthy. But we do see things like ear infections, colic, reflux. Um, I've even seen a lot of kids with seizures that I've seen really great results with. And if there's a C-section, you know, they use about 40 to 80 pounds of pressure to deliver a baby C-section. It's a lot of pressure for a, a newborn baby. And They don't weigh 40 pounds. No, they don't. <laughs> and and there's a time and place for C-section, you know, and, and the emergency situations and things like that. So my biggest mission is to 
why are we not checking these kids for neurological health and spinal health? And that is a big deal. And it makes such a huge change. If we can get that under control at, at a young age and not wait till you're 20 or 30 and you're having all these health concerns, it's a lot easier, you know, and has a better health outcome and you just have a happier, healthier community. And that's really the ultimate goal. That is my ultimate goal, which is why I started this show, yep. because I really wanted people to learn about people like you and alternative health isn't weird. <laughs> nope. Um, it's actually very scientific based. Absolutely. And we're just going a little old school in a lot of ways. Well, what's funny is in 1895, when chiropractic came around, all medical doctors were holistic practitioners. They were prescribing herbs and medicine mm -hmm. men. Yeah. Medicine so women. medicine, real medicine was natural. And the petrochemical industry came in realized they can make drugs out of petrochemicals and they basically strong-armed all the doctors to start prescribing pharmaceuticals and i'm not anti-medicine pharmaceuticals are amazing in crisis scenarios in genetic issues and there's a time and place for everything you know but we can all agree i'm sure that more medications don't make you healthier no. And um, again, I'm not anti-medicine. I think there's a time and place for things, right. but stepping back and realizing what is the body really trying to tell us with these symptoms and, and what does it need? And sometimes we do med need medications. You know, I had a family member that had a heart attack and because of the damage that caused, there's a need for some medications in that. And so they do save lives in crisis scenarios and I'm very thankful for that. But we have to also step back and realize why are we so sick as yeah. a nation and what can prevention we do? first, right? What can we do to help that? And Again, it's a, it's a cumulative effect of everything. Okay, so I had another question you made me think of. Your practice is unique because you do the upper cervical. Mm -hmm. so, uh, anything else that makes it a little bit more unique? What other things do you offer? Um, well, I'm pretty awesome. No, well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm getting that impression. Yeah. Just spend a little bit of time with you. I think that one of the unique things about our practice is when you walk in, people are like, this is a chiropractic office. You know, we created a space that is unique in itself. And it feels like home. You know, we don't want to walk into a stuffy practice and where there's closed doors everywhere and, you know, all these different things. We are a community-based practice. Um, I'm very results-driven. So when you come in my practice, everything is about figuring out what you need, and we tailor a plan towards that. And so we don't do the just lay on the table, and just because you're here, I'm going to move a bunch of stuff. We're going to make a create a tailored plan based on a very specific examination and very specific x-rays to see what we need. And a lot of people are scared of x-ray. But x-ray is one of the most diagnostic, valuable things that we can use because, number one, I want to make sure it's safe to adjust you. I've had patients come in and say, I've never had spine surgery, and I take an x-ray and there's metal in their spine. They just happen to forget that they had spine surgery 20 years ago. How, How do you, you forget, forget that? that? <laughs> but if I had not taken that x-ray, I could have injured them right? based on the lack of information I received from them. So I'm very specific and very thorough in the way that I approach things to make sure this is the right type of care that you need and also that we can provide you the best care that we can. So how long does that pre, you know, you come in for the x-rays, mm -hmm. is that all done in one exam or do you have to come back multiple times? So the way most situations work, obviously with pregnant moms, we don't take x-rays and there's scenarios, kids, we don't take x-rays. And so the way we do that is, again, it's a case by case scenario, but for most people, day one is going to be a consultation. So we have to kind of interview each other and figure out, make sure we're the right fit for each other, see what your concerns are, see what your history is, figure out kind of where, how do we get to where we are now? And figure out where your goals are and figure out what do you want to get out of this, you know, and make sure that we're on the same page with that. And then we'll move into an exam. And my exam includes some postural checks, some palpation, which is how we feel and look at how the spine is, is positioned. We also do some neurological tests and we then take three-dimensional x-rays. And those, all that information gives me everything I need to know on how to proceed with your care. And then we'll send you home so we can... I, I, take some time to kind of put all that together. Right. And your second visit is where we sit down and go through the x-rays, go through your exam, go over what our goals are, and then we'll talk about 
um, care recommendations and cost and payments and how all that stuff uh, works in our practice. Do you allow people to just come in when they need to, or do they always have to go into a plan? Um, again, everything is unique. So what I find is the most beneficial way is to have some sort of care plan. So it's just like people are like, oh, I don't want to do that. Well, if you went and got braces on your teeth and the doctor recommended you need a year and a half of braces, and you said, well, I just want to wear them for a month, they're probably going to say, that, they're probably going to say, well, this isn't probably the right time to do it. You know, commitment is important. And, it, and again, that's part of the, what is your goal and, and what's going on? And so, um, again, part of that's my reputation on the line. So if you come in for two visits and say that it didn't help you, it's not that it didn't help you. It's just, you didn't follow the plan. And so I love that you said that because everything, even what I do, um, if you say you want to feel better and you don't do what I tell you to do (laughs) and what I know works, then you're not going to feel better. It's a commitment. You can't eat clean for a day and expect your whole life to change. You know, you've got to change a lifestyle and chiropractic is kind of the same way for the full benefit. Okay. So if you are coming and you can't walk, you know, I can adjust you and get some relief. There's nothing wrong with some relief care, but what I don't want is for that to become a repeat problem. And we really have to get to the, to the underlying issue and get you stable and healthy. And that takes time. They actually just came out with a seven year study. And what they looked at is people who chose chiropractic as their primary health care. It was looking at their, their health outcomes and how much they spent on health care. And what it found is those folks used a medical care 60% less. And they use pharmaceuticals 85% less. And again, that's astounding. That's huge. There's not much research in healthcare that has those kind of outcomes. When you look at chiropractic families, they're healthier. They spend less on healthcare. They're going to the doctor less. I had a, a patient, they have four kids and they were in the doctor almost every week for, with one of the kids for something. They've been under care with me now, I think for five or six years. And they have not had a, other than well checkups, they have not had a, a doctor visit in almost six years. And so it makes a huge difference in your family and what you're spending your money on. I would say you're going to spend money one way in health or sickness. And what we do now in our country is we're conditioned to wait till we're sick to, right. to start to do something. That quote is on my website. It's Edward Stanley mm-hmm. quoted yeah. that. And I say that all the time because, <laughs> you know, you've got a choice. Absolutely. Everybody Everything has a choice. a choice. Everything is a choice. Even starting care in my office, that's a choice. And I'm not a hard sales kind of guy. I present you with what I find, with what the truth is. And then you can make a choice, and we figure out what the best plan is for you. We want to prevent. Yeah. You know, we're starting with preventative, and then they come to see you, and they get better. But when do you refer out? What At what point do you say, you know what, this isn't for me? Absolutely, and there's there's a time and place for that. And it's part of my job is to figure out what is appropriate for chiropractic care and what is not appropriate for chiropractic care. I have had different scenarios where people have had shoulder injuries uh, from sports or work. Um, I have a couple different doctors that I work with, PTs and things like that, that um, I refer those folks to because it's not necessarily a chiropractic issue. If someone has had a major trauma and they're, they have some instability issues or anything like that, that's, you know, things we got to look at. And neurological stuff. Sometimes people have other health conditions or just really, you know, they're really far gone where they have, um, I had another patient had some really bad swelling in her legs. And I said, this is not good. I was like, you need to go like today and go to your doctor because all the signs that she was showing were all bad. And I said, right now, let's go see your doctor. And she ended up having some issues that we prevented, you know, because we were diligent on it and we, we followed through. And so there's other health things that are outside of chiropractic that I'm trained to be aware of, to know um, when to push that to a different doctor, a different specialist or anything like that. In the little bio I read earlier, you talked about different things. I mean, honestly, sometimes you just are single-minded. Yep. So your neck hurts, your back hurts, your hip hurts, you 
go to the chiropractor, you get that adjusted, you're better. But you said so many different things that can be helped. And I've heard that migraines Mm -hmm. are one of those things, which I had a reflexologist on a few weeks ago. And she told me that she told a patient to call them no grains. And that helped. So just thinking a little bit different because she was taking ownership of that pain. And um, so I loved that. But you said fibromyalgia. I actually just talked to somebody with vertigo that I need to give mm-hmm. you their information yeah. or send them your way. Yeah. You said back pain, obviously, mm-hmm. and then injuries, auto accidents, which that's kind of my issue. Right. So there's other things that you take care of. And I've heard, head, you know, just regular headaches, but I've also heard sinus. Yeah, so sinus issues. And again, I what's really important for the chiropractic philosophy is that we don't treat, I don't treat conditions. You know, so that's where a lot of times we're conditional. I have this disease. I need to go do this. And so I think when you take ownership of a condition, you hold on to that. And so one of the big things I try to transition people is to let go of that and see your body whole. But when we, again, we talk about the the brainstem, we talk about the central nervous system, that's what controls everything. And so that's why we see healing happen in different areas of the body. And uh, when you talk about things like fibromyalgia, that's a, a very misunderstood condition really everywhere. But what I have found is it's a inflammation of the nerve system. And so by balancing and taking pressure off the nerve system, it can better assimilate to um, input from the environment. And so essentially what it is is where your nerves are hypersensitive. And so even just touch can cause pain. Inflammation. Inflammation, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if we can decrease the inflammation or the pressure, the interference in that nerve system, it comes back down. I've seen some amazing changes. <laughs> yeah, now everybody's got like, feeling their neck I and know. all that. I just want a chiropractic adjustment right now. <laughs> and so when you look at that, when you look at all those conditions, it's all comes back to the nerve system. And again, there's there's a time and place for things. And so we, not everything is a chiropractic issue. But when you've tried other things and you're taking five different medications and all their recommendations is another medication or that's the perfect person for me because you've tried other things. It's not something simple that could just be fixed with a, with a drug or a therapy or whatever. And I work with a lot of different different types of therapists because, not again, everything is not a chiropractic issue. But if you've tried other things, if you're still struggling, if you want to go a more natural route, that's really my ideal client is someone who's looking for an answer, someone who's been and done other things and they're still struggling with the same problems. It, it really very well could be a, a chiropractic issue. And you said other therapists. I have partnered massage and chiropractic care mm, yep. a lot because I have a lot of scar tissue in my neck, yep. and it makes an adjustment so much easier mm-hmm. if I go and loosen up everything with a massage. Some people go before, yep. some people go after, but after I do both of those together, I can go for quite a while and not really experience the same amount of pain that right. I did before. And if I wait too long and then I just go to the chiropractor, it hurts a little bit. Yeah, so you can have some tenderness and things because things are tight, you know. Right. Um, we do have a massage therapist in our practice. Her name is TJ. She's awesome. And we do have a lot of our clients that see both of us. And I do recommend typically to see the massage therapist first because if I adjust you and you go see a therapist, they're they're manipulating the muscles that can create a shift back. That's right, because so, you're relaxing everything. Yep. I can see that. And so it's more beneficial to see the massage therapist prior to. And even reflexology is amazing. That's such a cool art um, of healing. And, um, I have a couple of people that I work with that do that as well. So and again, there's a time and place for different things. And I think that if any of us think we're the end all be all, we're, we're going to be a disservice. Hey, you I'm know? sister know it all. I mean, Come I know on. you know everything, but, um, but again, you're surround yourself with 
a team of people that are that's why that i you, think i know that, everything yes, that you have you can get that advice yeah <laughs> because if i don't know i know where to find you know someone a that lot does, of people so and again as a healthcare provider that's my job is as part of my job is to make sure that my patients are getting the care they need and getting the answers they need and it's not always going to be me and i'm okay with that you know that's awesome yeah well, I um, before we started, we were doing a little sound check. Something came up in the conversation. Actually, a couple of things. <laughs> um, you're a little bit different than most of the chiropractors I've met because you actually go around the country and certify chiropractors. I do. So talk uh, a little bit about that. I just want people to know who you are. Absolutely. So the upper cervical work is a unique um, facet in chiropractic. And even though it used to be the primary approach, now most schools are not teaching it as a specific technique. And so I have a team that I work with and we travel to most of the cities where the schools are so we can teach students there and we were accredited through the college I went to to teach. So we teach the upper cervical technique and how to apply that in clinical practice. I teach here in Atlanta, I teach in Greenville, I teach in Kansas City, San Francisco. We're about to go over to Davenport, Iowa, which is where chiropractic was born, to the school up there. So we really love practice, but I think I love teaching the most. I love seeing students, the light bulbs going off for students, and it's just such a cool experience to see them evolve through that. And really, because school is school. You know, you learn the academics, you mm -hmm. learn the clinical, you learn all this stuff, but to get real-life knowledge and real-life um, inspiration is so awesome to see because I had that for myself when I was going through school. So to really be able to, to help these students realize their goals and see the big vision of what they want to do when they get out of school is so much fun. And just helping them have a clinical application of chiropractic that can help them see miracles in their practice. And that's really the the thing I, I really love about that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I was a trainer. I mean, my, my company started out as a training company mm -hmm. because I trained in corporate America. And the, yep. the light bulb that you said is huge. Oh, when somebody it. has that aha moment, yep. it is so satisfying. <laughs> I tell people all the time, I said, I get high when I train. Oh, man. I don't need any drugs oh, man, it's because so it makes fun. me happy. Yep. So that's we're kindred spirits yeah. in that way. I didn't even know. <laughs> all right, so you said one other thing that makes us kindred spirits. Yep. I had an upcycle business for a little while, and you make furniture. I do make some pretty amazing furniture. I saw some pictures. Yeah. They are pretty amazing. Yeah, I have a company with a partner of mine, um, David. He We started a company called Bench Dogs Custom Furniture. And it started as a um, kind of a hobby. And we both fell in love with that too, you know. And, and David is an artist. He He's the one that designs our, our pieces and, and does a lot of the work. And I'm more on the business development side. Right now, we are really working hard to build that business really because we found a niche that People want something unique. You know, you can you can get things at stores, and um, but for a lot of people, they want something that's unique for their home or unique for their business. And so we do specialize in conference tables and console tables for businesses. We also do dining tables for home, what we really love doing. And we do more of the farm style for some people, and then we're moving into, like, we have a lot of people that are requesting, like, the industrial. So it mixes the metal and the wood. We've been able to create some pretty awesome pieces for that. So Yeah, I loved your podcast table. Yeah, I would we, love to have one of those for myself. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was a little steampunk, and I yeah, like steampunk. We can, we can work on that, but we um, <laughs> yeah, we, we built a, a really awesome podcast table that um, I think surprised even us when we got done with it, um, oh, wow. how cool it was. And we have never done that before, and it was a concept that one of our clients wanted, and, and we created it, and it just turned out really cool. Well, that's pretty. Where could they, you know, I know people are going to want to know because we've yeah. described it in so much yeah, detail yeah. here. Can people look at pictures online somewhere? Yeah, so Bench Dogs Custom Furniture on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. And then um, obviously Clear Path Family Chiropractic is on both of those as well. And you can go in there follow our our pages. Before we get off of here, we really yeah. didn't talk about who is the ideal client for you. I mean, I know you said people looking for a holistic approach. Yep. You did say people that had tried other things, mm -hmm. um, open-minded. Yeah. You know, I look for the same thing, the holistic approach, people who are 
you know, ready to feel better. Absolutely. They're open-minded to feeling better. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, obviously all of us that own businesses would love to say, oh, everybody's a client, you know, and, but when it comes to healthcare, not every doctor and patient relationship is, is, a, is the right one. And so for me, the very first thing is finding out that we're the right fit for each other. Cause if we're not on the same page, then we're going to not get the goals that we set out for. And so I think the first, it's really important to, to attract people who are, who are ready to invest in their health, ready to commit to something because just like anything in health, nutrition, exercise, uh, meditation and prayer, all those things, if you're not doing it in a consistent um, basis and on a, in some kind of system, you know, you're not going to get the full benefit. What we do in our practice is unique. I hold myself accountable on my end, but also hold my practice members accountable too for, to put in their time. And my ideal client is someone that, again, has been everywhere, done everything, and they're still struggling. They've had injuries and they're still having issues from those injuries, whether it's sports or car wrecks. It only takes five miles an hour to cause spinal damage in a car wreck. So most of us endure a, a car accident that's way higher than that. I was walking. Yeah. <laughs> I was walking yeah. through a store. Well, that's so. a whole different scenario, you know. Um, and I've had a few folks this year that have were actually hit by cars. And I'm like, man. I oh, I didn't get imagine. hit by a car. Yeah. I was hit in a store. Yeah. That's a, a different scenario. Yeah. Different scenario. Um, and then I love taking care of kiddos. I think that kids, they get chiropractic because they're just innately driven. They're not jaded like all of us adults, you and know. And they're not scared? They're not scared. They they love it. They actually, when you have families come in with multiple kids, they fight to be see who goes first. We have a huge kids area that's like Finding Nemo themed in our office. And so we, we try to create an environment that's family focused and comfortable for all different types of peoples. Is there anything that you would like the listeners to know before we walk out? Absolutely. In our practice, consultations are always no charge. So if you just want to come meet me, chat about what's going on, see if we're the right fit, come just see our office, things like that, you can always schedule a time to sit down with me and chat, and I will never charge you for that. If you have an opportunity, I love to do talks. I love to speak in front of people. I can speak for days about all kinds of stuff, but I've gotten that impression yeah. today. You've had no problem keeping the conversation yeah. going. Today. I love, I love to teach and I love to empower people and that I love those opportunities. So I, I do a lot of corporate talks. I do church talks. I do lunch and learns, things like that. So if you own a business or if you're a part of an organization that would love to have someone come in and, and do a talk on healthy living or chiropractic or stress management, which we all have, need a little bit of in this life, I would love an opportunity for that. But, okay. Uh, just looking to connect with people connect. That is my word of the year mm -hmm. is connection. And connecting with people is, it seems to be huge to a lot of people. Building a community. You yeah. even mentioned that earlier, Absolutely. building a community. I love that. So I'm going to tell you how to get in touch with him. Dr. Adam Tedder is at 1500 Peachtree Industrial Boulevard. He's in Suite 290. He's got really cool furniture. He's in Swanee, Georgia, 30024. His phone number is 678-318- 2431. You can also find him on Facebook under Clear Path Family Chiropractic and the website is www.clearpathfamilychiro.com. That is how you get in touch with him. I am so appreciative you've been on my show today. I really feel like you did a good job telling people what chiropractic care is awesome. and opened up that door a little bit more to alternative health and chiropractic. So yep. thank you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity and I love what you're doing, connecting our community and giving, giving resources. That's the biggest thing is giving resources. So I think thank this you. program is really opening an avenue for that. So Thanks. thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. Well, this is Cindy Pitts-Gilbert. This is the Dear Sister Know-It-All podcast. Thank you for listening today. Please share our podcast with others so that they can learn more about alternative health and be kind to each other. Bye.